Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to The Frequency. I am Martin. And I'm Austin. And this is the AM Frequency Podcast. And you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, and Google Podcasts. Please feel free to give us a comment, like, rate, whatever sort of rating system is on your favorite place of streaming. It helps the content grow, helps the content get spread to other people, and and helps overall tell us if we're doing a good job or not. We we enjoy feedback. We love to hear how we can make this better for everybody. And once again, thank you so much, everyone, for taking your time out to listen to the podcast. We really do appreciate everybody who's listening. Thank you. Yours truly, AM Frequency. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think last week, if, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, we were up to, I think, 60 or 61 uh, all-time plays, and now we're up to 77. So um, it's Woo-woo. really, really awesome to see and really cool to um, really cool to see how it's, it's kind of grown a little bit. We still have a, a lot of people watch or sorry, not watching, li- uh, listening on the Apple podcast, which is super cool. We've got a decent little overcast. So all you overcast fans, hello, hello. And uh, myself, hello, hello. I listen on Spotify. So as do I, there's a couple couple people that listen on there. And then uh, everywhere else that people listen to is, is just classified as other. So we appreciate, <laughs> but we appreciate everybody either way. Um, we appreciate really you guys do. listening and uh, hope that you guys are enjoying it enough to, uh, to keep listening and, and, just kind of keep keep going with us and uh, on this on this journey of of starting a podcast and kind of just seeing where it takes us. So we we appreciate it, guys. Um, but uh, yeah, so how's uh, how's work been going for you? Well, I guess we'll just kind of jump right in. Yeah, I, I yeah, hop right up, hop right on in. Uh, so how's but work? How's work going for you? Overall, work's going pretty good. Can't really complain. Right now, we're dealing with some branch closures within the area, and. Just getting clients from other branches is always, uh, I would say, it could be a headache. So far, it's been an easy transition, but there's just been a headache. Certain people are used to doing things a certain way. Another branch, and we're coming here, and we're telling them no. And it just creates a small little conflict of for the client. Like, well, it's, it was done this way in another branch. Why isn't it like that? Because, for one, we're not that branch. And, two, they're technically not supposed to be, but they've been letting it slide. So it's, it's just been that conversation, just letting people know that, we get it. You're we're, we're new. Everybody's new right. to this. Um, well, I'm not new to this, but new to the. We're getting a new client, and it's just trying to make everybody happy. And it's kind of tough too, especially when things are done one way at another place. Yeah, but overall, overall, it's going pretty well. Nothing too stressful or too hard or too too strenuous. That's what I can put. Nothing too strenuous. That's good. But overall, overall doing pretty good. Overall, I'm doing work's going well. Home life's doing good. Ladies doing good. A lot of just a lot of good energy, a lot of good vibes coming this way. So that was a good thing. But how are you doing? I hear um, uh, uh, some <laughs> big news. Some big big news. You um, heard it here first. In frequency. Doing really well. Um, we, uh, me and uh, me and my girlfriend of, of four years, uh, we just got engaged last week. So. Woo-woo! um it's been it's been really good it's been a good week of uh he is off the market i repeat he is off the market <laughs> sorry ladies he's off the market oh yeah they they weren't they're they're not mad about it don't worry but uh <laughs> um but no so it's just been a good month of or sorry a good week of just uh you know just kind of adjusting to not saying my girlfriend anymore saying my fiance it's, it's still really <laughs> weird but uh but it's going really well and um the uh yeah, so it's it's just been a good week, and um, yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, see how everything kind of progresses over the next couple of months. We're starting to look at some some venues and stuff like that. You got to book those years in advance, or a year in advance. I didn't even know any of that stuff, so I'm, you know, that's learning. new to me. <laughs> Honestly, that's new to me. Definitely. I always thought people tried to get a head start, oh, to get a head start on things, but that that probably does make sense. Yeah, so definitely still learning some stuff, but it's been good so far, and um, yeah, so. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's pretty much all that's been going on. Just kind of working, doing my thing, as always. And um, the grind doesn't stop. No, nope. the grind don't stop. No, it does not. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, I mean, aside from that, there's a lot of really cool things that are going on uh, in the in the uh, in in the gaming sphere. Um, E3's been going on. We're recording this at the time. Um, I I guess it's still going on, or it just finished. Yeah, it has one. I think there's one more day. One more day. 
today. Yeah, so um, so we're kind of in the midst of it right now. There's been a lot of exciting news coming out, um, and uh, we just wanted to talk a little bit about it and uh, kind of give our thoughts and a couple of other tangents that will probably end up going on, just because that's always how it goes. Um, you know us, shoot the breeze podcast. But exactly, exactly. But uh, well, first thing, real quick, I just had kind of a funny thing. I just wanted to kind of get it out of the way and just talk about it for like five minutes because I just think it's hilarious. Um, so, uh, so last year, um, Microsoft gave away an actual Xbox Series fridge, Xbox Series <laughs> X fridge, a full size fridge. They gave it away. <laughs> Uh, last year around the holidays, and is it a mini fridge or is it like an actual like fridge? It was a legitimate fridge last year. This year, oh. they have announced that they have an Xbox Series X mini fridge that will be for sale this holiday season. I just think that oh, that's boy. hilarious. I think it's kind of funny, and I want to just kind of get your thoughts for a minute and just. Do you think you're gonna buy one, or do do you think you would you'll look at one maybe? Um, honestly, I don't even know where I would put a mini fridge in my room. First of all, but let's say hypothetically, I had the space for it, and I could afford to put a mini fridge in my room. Would I consider getting one? Um, I I would give it a look because you know what? I'm not gonna lie, it does look cool. The black and green design on it. Well, the black the black color, the green. The green inside when you open up the fridge. I'm not gonna lie, that does look pretty tough. I want to open that bad boy. That green light hitting it. My Bruce, he's cold. I got a, I got a Red Bull in there. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it, it look, it looks cool. I'm not gonna. It looks tough. It's got the Xbox on it, the Xbox logo. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it'd be a tough setup if you, you got, you a Xbox only player. You got everything, everything Xbox. Man, that. Your it would complete level, the setup. Swag, you had a complete setup. Your swag level might your swag level might go up. I might give <laughs> you I might dap you if I see the mini fridge in there. I'm like, yo, that's a new Xbox fridge. He'd be like, Yeah, bro. I'd be like, hell yeah. I'm like, good stuff. So you know what? I'm gonna say I'll look into it if I got the space. But if somebody else has it, I wouldn't be mad. No, but the real question not. is the cool. price. The real question is the price. I that's can see true. this being a complete ripoff. So I'm gonna put that out there. You heard it here first. I can see this being a complete ripoff. Do I think this be a cheap? Oops, um, do I think this would be a cheap, um, a cheap, a cheap purchase? No, but it's coming out the holiday season. So holiday season means we gotta get that money. Uh huh. Mm, I would say I'd be surprised if it's under. Uh, if it was under a hundred and forty dollars. I'd be surprised if it's under that. I think that's probably fair. I mean, depending on how many drinks it hold, holds and stuff like that. Uh, right. Yeah. On the picture, they showed about six. I mean, yeah, on the one video that I watched, it had about six or eight drinks in the refrigerator. It looks like it might even fit 12, kind of looking at the, the picture like a little bit. It, it might actually fit 12, like four, uh, four on the bottom, four in the middle, four on top. Is maybe how it looks? I'm not sure. Maybe three, yeah, three. And... Too. Yeah, it looked like a, uh, four, looks like they have three, three. But it's like, damn, what... Before they can really open the fridge, that's such bullshit. They switch it to the uh, the ad. I'm look. I was looking at the video. Yeah, looks oh. like a four, four, and then two up top. So yeah, so about ten. At least that's what it looks like. They have four at the bottom, three on the on the second shelf, and then two up on the first. Yeah, I don't. It probably yeah, it'd be tough. Like I said, I don't own a mini fridge, so I don't know the mini fridge um uh specifications on if it's a good if it's good. What's a good amount of drinks a mini fridge can hold? I think probably like six. I think six is a pretty reasonable amount. I have one that holds six. Um, little one next to my desk or underneath it actually. It holds six, and that's that's a pretty decent amount for a mini fridge, I think, because it's it's half a dozen. So, but um, right, when we were going to state, how much how much did the um did the mini fridge ha- there had? Uh, I mean that was a pretty big that was a pretty big little mini fridge. It was probably so we could fit a whole thing. <laughs> We could fit a whole a whole Domino's pizza on that uh yep. on that second <laughs> a <show>. whole medium, <laughs> and we don't know that because we had some. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I mean, uh, like a whole medium pizza could easily fit. So I'd probably say it. It could probably hold how many of those? Like one, probably stacked mm-hmm. up on top. If you took out all the shelves, it probably hold six, eight of those yeah. pizzas. So like, yeah, it was pretty big, pretty big fridge. Had a microwave on top. So, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. It was cool. <laughs> had a freezer where you had your uh, White Castle. 
Oh, okay. gotta have the White Castle, gotta have the Hot Pockets. You know, y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the vibes. Exactly. But y'all, yeah, y'all know the vibes. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny and figured I'd just mention it. It, it. That's pretty much it. I just thought it was kind of funny, worth mentioning. <laughs> I'm sure everybody saw it. It's it's for the memes, right? You're not getting it because you 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 want it. It's it's just for the memes and for the clout. I'm sure it's somebody cool. is. I'm sure somebody was like, take my take my money. Oh, I bet pre-order is going to be open up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, well, so to get into a little bit of actual gaming news, I guess. Um, so I'm gonna close out that tab. Um, so one real quick, kind of another quick one. Um, nothing too crazy about this one. I just wanted to mention it as kind of an honorable mentions, and then we'll get to to the actual kind of topics that we've that we found. Um, have you seen the Back for Blood? Yes, trailer? I did see Back because I know you're a big uh, Left 4 Dead fan. Yes, I did see the Back for Blood trailer, and I'm I like what I see. Mm-hmm. It looks, it, um, I guess it looks it looks good. I need to see is it just going to be a a uh, it's going to be updated? Is it going to be is it going to play like Left for Dead, or is it going to be something different? Or is it going to be I know what, I know they're made by the same the same person, but it's like yeah. what's what's going to separate this from Left for Dead? I don't want it to be the like, it follows the same path, not the same path, but the same pattern where it's like you start at you start at place one, you get to place three. You can start well, you start place one, go to place two, place three, then the final escape. Well, it I just need to see more in terms of what's gonna separate this from someone I love Left 4 Dead. I love Left 4 Dead. I love the Left 4 Dead community. I love I love everything about Left 4 Dead. One of my favorite, one of my favorite series, um, since I since I started on PC, that's because I never had an Xbox, so I can never play it back then. But it turned into one of my favorite series. I just love everything about it. Um, but I, my question is, how will it separate itself from Left 4 Dead? That's that's my thing. Where it's, it's zombies right. again, and uh, some people are sick and tired of zombies. But I'm personally someone who I'm I'm fine with that. It's just like what what's going to separate it? That's what I want to know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think um, I think they could do a lot of pretty interesting things to separate it. I think they could make the map design a little different instead of just a very linear, like you have to go from point A to point B to point C and then you're done. I think they could make maybe a little bit more of like a, not like an open world survival kind of a thing, but they, they could mm-hmm. almost kind of do that where it's like, you just have to survive a time and you get to go anywhere on the map and just survive. And it's kind of like a wave defense, like a modern warfare three or like a, um, what was it? It's uh, well, I mean like black ops zombies, but you don't want to copy yeah. black ops zombies, you know, either. So like they'd have to really kind of work at that, but I, I think it's going to play like a left for dead. Um, it, it looks like it. There's some of the enemy types looks like they can be fairly similar to those left for dead. Like you got your, the one super strong looking zombie could be your charger or your tank. Right. So some of them looks like it will, it's, it follows the same pattern. Yeah. But I just want to know how it would separate it from the, those other games. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I, I think it, I, I, what I really hope it's not is I hope it's not just an updated graphics left for dead. That's, that's, that's what I was talking about. Like, it, that's what I'm hoping that like, it separates itself and makes it look, it, it, it's different. Well, I'm just like, it's just not an updated Left 4 Dead with better graphics and things of that nature. Because so far the gameplay, it's, I would say it's a little bit not identical. It's not identical, but I, I'm getting that feeling of like Left 4 Dead, but like a little bit of Killing Floor. That's what it kind of feels like yeah. to me too. I I look at it with like Left 4 Dead with Killing Floor type enemies. Like that's what that's what I get to feel like. Killing Floor mixed with a little bit of uh of Left 4 Dead. Right. I mean the the fact that they're calling it back for blood just like left for dead kind of makes me think it's it's probably going to be really similar i hope that they pull some other things out you know even doing like some uh, it's going to sound stupid or silly but like i don't know, even some like cosmetic things to make it to to keep the longevity because i know a lot of people who play left for dead and there's some you know mods and stuff for it but it's just like it's old they're they're not going to put any money into an old game it's it's old there's a there's a player base it's very small but there's a you know a slightly dedicated player base that that play a lot and that's the only game that they play but to mm-hmm. me it's just like you got to update it's it's almost 2022 right we're halfway <laughs> through 2021 like we need yep. some we I, I don't really want the same just run shoot run shoot run shoot like it's it's just 
a little stale mm-hmm. for me personally, for me. Um, I know a lot of people like that and Call of Duty and Battlefield kind of have done that for so long. Um, you know, and, and especially Black Ops with zombies and stuff. It's like, eh, just, just change it up somehow. Do something. I, I really liked um, Call of Duty. What was it? Um, was it Infinite Warfare? Their exo zombies or whatever the hell? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Or I only Advanced Warfare, bit, something like whatever it was called. That was actually really cool because it was different, you know. So we'll see. But uh, but yeah, so that was just kind of an honorable mention that I wanted to go into a little bit, kind of hear your thoughts because I know you're a big uh, Left 4 Dead fan. Um, I sure am. So seems pretty cool. They uh, um, they premiered like a little PvP mode called a Swarm Swarm mode. Um, where humans and infected like go head to head, but they're they're both they're not AI. It's player versus player. Yeah, that was exactly in Left 4 Dead. That so was, that was another mode in Left 4 Dead where you can where you where you have humans controlling the um the special infected. I think that'll be super cool. I think that'll be super cool. Yeah, um, it was fun in Left 4 Dead. Yeah, you can do that too. Where you would play. I forgot what it was called. I don't think I ever would, played that. Yeah, I played. I don't think I played it only a few times. I just preferred the. I really enjoyed the the campaign ones. Like I don't know, I enjoyed custom maps, custom campaigns. I I thought that was just the mod community for that for Left 4 Dead has is amazing. Mm-hmm. People are still putting mods out for it. It's just, that's insane, uh, fantastic. Yeah. It, it's a fantastic community. Um, but but yeah, it's not bad. I thought it was good. Like I, said, I didn't really care for it. That's just me. But I thought it was fun overall. It was fun to be had oh, playing yeah. the tank and the, the the hunters and all that good sure. stuff. Smokers. So a lot of fun to be had with it. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much it on that one. Just wanted to kind of throw that in there because I thought it was neat. And um, yeah, so uh, on to the next thing that I have real quick. And then if you got a topic or two, um, this one's a bit of a, a longer topic that I kind of wanted to get into a little bit and just really mm-hmm. hear your thoughts. Um, so it's doesn't I'm not even worried about the game. Um, I just I want to talk about the the kind of the overarching topic. So, um, the, the title of the article that I'm reading now, and, uh, I probably shouldn't have actually closed out these articles because I wanted to link them in the show notes. But anyways, um, the title of the article for this one is Xbox game pass adds Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, today, uh, June, well, yesterday, June 13th. Um, and, uh, I'm, I have not played the Yakuza. I know that they're very popular. I know that they're a lot of fun. I, I can't speak to Yakuza, right? Um, Neither can I. I said the only one I played was on PS2. Which one it was, I oh, don't wow. remember. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yes. I went to my cousin's house. He was about three year, three or four years older than me. Um, he was a little bit older than me. So he knew what he was doing. I didn't. So I just remember it was just it was Yakuza, and that's all I remember. Um. So, so yeah, so I mean, you know, it's just, I just, I'm not really speaking to Yakuza, right? What I do want to talk about um, is kind of an overarching topic, and it's a pretty sensitive topic as far as games go, as far as gamers go. Um, So I really do want to just kind of talk to it and really, really get your very in-depth thoughts. So, So the subject of a game pass... Uh, the subject of EA Play, the subject of uh, Google Stadia, the subject of uh, NVIDIA Shadow Play, or Shadow... F- is it Shadow Play? I think it's Shadow Play. All, all okay. of those... Well, sorry, I'll cut you off real quick. Um, I quickly looked it up. There was the Yakuza game with the dude was on the cover with the with the dragon tattoo on his back. In case anybody was curious, it was that one. Oh, okay. Please um, continue. So, um, the the the... The thing about those streaming sites, and I, I really just want to get like your opinion. What do you think? How do you feel about things such as Game Pass, EA Play, um, things of that nature, where you pay, let's say, a monthly fee of nine ninety nine? It doesn't matter what the fee is. Let's, let's just say nine ninety nine for easy sake. You pay nine ninety nine okay. a month, and for that, you get to play the game for as long as you are paying that subscription fee. What are your what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that it's a good thing for gaming, a bad thing for gaming, and why? Um, I think it's 
I'm in I'm in the middle because I'm someone who has a game pass. I own the EA one. And I would say they are game passes are good if you are some if you find if you are a big fan of a certain collection. If you have if you have a studio in mind and if you only used to playing a certain type of game, then then a certain then a pass might be your thing. For example, the person who loves sports games might enjoy EA because they have FIFA. They have uh, I think they have like a tennis game. They have Madden, of course. That's what I was thinking. They have Madden. So if you're someone who only plays a certain type of game, why not invest in a Game Pass? Okay. So I I have it because I I think I wanted some game and I was like I think it's I don't know what happened or how I I got. I was like you know what I could access to all the catalog and I enjoyed the Battlefield. Yeah, I think I I got it because of Battlefield at the time, and. I, I personally thought it was a, a like it was a good investment because right now I just got the I I've been playing the Mass Effect Legendary Edition mm-hmm. because of that and like which I big fan of Mass Effect. Looking forward to Mass Effect. We need more. I wish they would show that at E three. That's my own little tangent. I wish they showed more Mass Effect at E. They didn't show it at all, but I would have loved to see a new trailer or something. I know it's probably so early in development. But I would have loved to see something. Give me more Mass Effect. I've been, I've been hooked. Like, and for those who don't know, there's like a, a teaser trailer that came out almost like nine months ago. I actually saw it for the first time yesterday, which is really crazy. I never knew that existed until I looked it up and people talk about Mass Effect 4 or something like that. I was like, what the hell? What do you mean Mass Effect 4? <laughs> then I looked and I'm like, there's an actual trailer. So I was quite blown away. Um, but getting back to um, topic, I, I think that they... But I think that they are good if you are someone who only used to playing one type of game. If you are someone who's used to who used to buying and playing multiple games, multiple types of games, you are a you are a hardcore gamer. I guess I'll say that you are a hardcore gamer. Your catalog is 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 very is very different, very numerous is is quite numerous, and what you play. So I think Game Passes. I think they have a place, but. If you're someone who prefers a larger category of games, I would say don't invest in it. But if you're someone who's used to just playing one type of game, if you're more of the casual side, I think a Game Pass might be for you. At least for EA Watch. I'm thinking about EA. I haven't tried the other ones that you mentioned, Austin. But mm-hmm. definitely for EA, if someone wanted to get into EA, get the the Origin one, because they want to play Madden. Exclusively Madden, they're just paying... $12, what, I think 12 or $15 a month, and you get uh, brand new games, all the Maddens. To me, that'd be okay. But I'm someone who's like, they have a place. They have a place. I'm not opposed to them, um, but they do. They have a place, I would say. They have a place. Okay. Um, so I think I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost right there with you, but one big thing makes me think that they're in the long run bad for gaming um like i'm I'm almost with you there I'm, I'm with you for a lot of reasons i'm with you because i think that if you do enjoy playing a lot of games thing is is like when you buy a game right you play it for i don't know let's say a campaign's 15 hours let's just call it 15 hours 20 hours for a campaign if you slow play it and you're paying 60 bucks for a game brand new mm-hmm and you're gonna, you know, get it's basically what three dollars an hour that you're paying for that game. Most people minimum wage in the U.S. is what like twelve or whatever ten. I don't even know what it is anymore. Uh, <laughs> minimum wage, right? And in most states, it's like up to ten or whatever. So let's say that you know that's how many hours of your work to pay the game. That's six six hours of work. That's almost a full day's work for one game that you play for a weekend. Okay, so that's why I think that they're a good thing, because I think that for people who just enjoy just they play a game, move on to the next one, play a game, move on to the next one. They just want to consume as many games as possible. I think for a person like that, Mm -hmm. I think that Game Pass, um, the EA Play, the um, Google Stadia, things like that are great ideas for those kinds of people. For somebody who enjoys playing games and continuing to like multiplayer games, for instance, uh, for replayability and stuff like that. I think that it's good to buy the game. That that's just my opinion. That is what it is. I, I'm also a fan 
uh, of CDs versus like streaming services. I use Spotify only because I can have it on my phone because uh, I have an iPhone, so I can't. And I'm not using iTunes because no. Um, and I'm also not <laughs> going to buy a disc drive. Using, is anyone even still using iTunes? Mm, probably not. But uh, <laughs> but like real quick, cans about that. Remember when iTunes was so popping and you had to get that iTunes gift card? Oh yeah, Bruh. every birthday, oh, yeah. every Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, but um, yeah, no, it's just like I, I think that they're great. Um, I, th- I really do think that they're great um, for for those kinds of people. But the biggest thing is that a I'm a fan of CDs because I own that CD. That CD is mine. I can use that for as long as I have a ability to play it. Um, right. And. I also am a person who I am a quote unquote gamer, but I also don't jump from game to game. I I like to buy a game, I play it and then I'm done. And so for me, I've settled on basically one game per year that I buy because when I play a game, I play a shit ton of it. (laughs) So like um, recently last year uh, in November, I bought escape from Tarkov. I've put almost 400, almost 500 hours into it. Uh, as of six months later um and i've even taken a break for like about a month so i put a, a probably 100 hours a month into that game kind of as i was playing it a lot so i play games even like was a smoke and talk off <laughs> i heard it here first so i mean you know I, I i play i play the shit out of the games that i buy because i'm trying to get my money's worth and i only buy one game a year so i'm gonna just play the shit out of it until it's done um mm-hmm. so that's why i don't like the game pass because i feel like what if okay so you, let's say you you own the EA Play right right and i i owned EA Play as well i actually just canceled my subscription just for like budget reasons but i canceled my subscription um and then i also noticed that they took off a couple of games that i was actually interested in trying and so to me i'm like hmm i could go to you know steam or whatever wherever the 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 game is available wait for a sale buy it for 6 bucks and be able to play it Anytime I want without worry of origin being like, hmm, we're actually going to take that game away because there's not enough people playing it for us to support having that game in our in, in the library. That's my biggest problem with game passes, um, you know, things of that nature where you actually you don't own shit. You're paying for the rights to play that game. Do you do you agree or do you disagree no, with that? That makes perfect that makes perfect sense. And I really do like that. Now think it made me think about all the different types of streaming service, particularly Netflix. Right. How they can pretty much take off add and take on well, obviously they can add whatever they want, but in terms of like taking off whatever they want, and even though you're paying for it, you technically have no real say of whether it stays or whether it goes. So I'm just like yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. Why you don't officially own it? Well, they can just take it off and be like, "It's gone." Because why we wanted to take it off because it's not doing the number we would like it to do. Right. So we just took it all, even though you're paying for it. We can still do what we want with said title. And and that's what I don't like it because even even once you download it, they can take away your, you know, when when your computer calls to the origin website or the whatever server that they have and says, "Hey, this user wants to play this game." Um, they they say no, it's not supported anymore. Even though it's on your hard drive, taking up you know, hundred gigs, I just I just have a problem with that. I just I just, and I mean even being a PC gamer, being well a hundred percent digital at this point, there's no I don't have any games on disc anymore. Like I even don't like that because if my hard drive gets fried, mm-hmm. I mean of course I could re-download it, but you know. I guess it's a little bit easier than losing a disc, right? Because you can re-download it from the website. But right, of course. For, for argument's sake, let's say I just wasn't able to play computer anymore. I can't, I can't resell my games. I can't sell the light. Like, you know, buying a disc, you can bring it back to GameStop or you can sell it to a friend or let a friend borrow it. You can't do that shit anymore. And that just kind of frustrates me because my, my fondest memories of gaming were going over to a friend's house with my Halo and my Xbox underneath my arm and playing Halo <laughs> on his TV and then letting him borrow the game and taking my Xbox home. You know what I mean? Perhaps. Those were like... No, you're right. Just my favorite memories. I was memories. Like that with like one of, my, one of my good friends, sorry to cut you off, one of my good friends at the time would always let me, we would always trade. 
I would yeah. trade him. I would trade him a game. I would like, for example, I think it was like I traded him my Medal of Honor, my Medal of Honor games for the, the SmackDown, SmackDown versus Raw. I think like oh six or oh seven or something like that. And it was, it was a really, it was a truly great experience to do that. Like, hey, what game you got? Oh, I got, I finished SmackDown. What do you got? I got, I got Medal of Honor Airborne. Let's trade. Exactly. Sweet. You trade for like two weeks, you get it back, and then it, nope, whatever. Or you just trade and trade, and that's it. Yeah. That's literally like, what we did. Trade it and trade. You got something new. I got something new. It sounds fun. I'm sure. Let's swap. Let's swap. Play. Let's see that book bag. Open it up. Hey, it's in there. Sweet. Exactly. And we, so we, so we trade. And I think that's probably the biggest. That's probably one of the biggest reasons that I'm, I'm kind of against digital anyways. But being a PC gamer, I don't have much of a choice anymore. I'm going to say, yeah, when, you, when but... you smooth the PC, like it's just I think the PC like. I think the PC like uh, what's what I'm looking for. The P- I would say the PC game collection or game sharing was I never found it was that. I guess you can say prevalent, not prevalent, but like, I never, I never, me personally, I'm sure there might be somebody who might disagree, but I never, I never personally heard somebody like, yo, I got the new Ghost Recon on my PC. You trying to trade disc? Like I, ne- I never heard that before. No, so and, I don't- and I mean, there's you know, there's ways to do it. I could give you the log into my Steam account. You know, so you right. could download yeah, some games from ways the library. You can do that. Like you can, but, yeah, there's ways to get around it. But it was such, it was different wants to with do that. consoles. Like, yeah, it was just, it was really different. Yeah, no, I mean, nobody wants to do that. You just want to give them a disc, bar for the weekend, and get it back. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's just, I just, I don't know. I, I think that it's a good idea for a subsect of people, of a subsect of gamers. I think it's a fantastic thing for people who just play a game, done, move on. Play a game, done, move on. But if, if you want replayability and that game in six months could just be gone, but you loved it. It was your favorite game, but it's just gone. And you have zero. You can't say shit. The only thing that you can do is go buy that game. Right. And spend extra money on that game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's and like even like this article is even like uh, with the price point of games coming in at $70 recently, a membership service like this is a welcome option. Even more so as the resources behind this library continue to grow, including the recent EA Play and Bethesda editions. Um, I just think that, like, once again, if you're going to buy one game a year like I do, 70 bucks a year isn't actually, like, that cheap. It's pretty expensive, you know? It's it's mm-hmm. it's like a... Um, it's like... I mean, it's... How much is it? It's... Uh, the ultimate version is $14.99 a month. So that's what, four months, five months, basically. So I could pay for, you know, five months out of the year for $14.99 a month. And I get a, you know, six months of all the games that I want for, right. for 70 bucks for the same price as one game. So that's why I think like it's a good idea for, for a lot of people. But I just think for a majority of people, because it's digital, eh, it's just... I just have a hard time getting over that hump of like, you don't own it. They can take it away whenever they want. They could literally just shut that, shut it down. And you, they, were, they could, like, they could legit say we're shutting it down. Uh, you know, and they wouldn't. The numbers say that the computer system says this, so right. it's gone. Right, and it's it's just like a Google Stadia. If I'm not mistaken, Google Stadia is just not a thing anymore. They just shut it down. People paid for hardware, people paid for software, and they just shut it down. Yeah, no, you're right. So, like. For the promise of being able to play some games and that's just like man that sucks dude it sucks for people who didn't own a you know a high-end pc that wanted to play games in 4k can't do that mm-hmm. but your money's already gone you know so that's kind of why i'm like on the fence about game pass and i do agree with what you said for sure um i just have a hard time getting over the the thing of you don't own it i mean it i mean i'm leasing a car so i don't own that car i own i own some equity in that car and I have an option of buying that car, but a lease is a little different versus a game pass. You know, if you're going to mm-hmm. split hairs here, that's the same shit, but <laughs> it's a little different, you know, it's so I don't know. I just think it's, I just think it's interesting. And I, I'm interested to see how this is going to change gaming for like the next generation, like our kids, how's it going to change oh, gaming? Yeah. You know, do you, because I think with something like this, because you can't walk a disc over to a buddy's house to play on the PlayStation, is mm-hmm. gaming just going to be very solo? Is it going to be there has to be multiplayer in every single game now because gaming's becoming more solo as like online 
communication gets a lot better. Like how, right. how is it going to happen? You know? So I definitely think, I definitely think they're going to be leaning to what I think just in general, it'll, it's just going to be going, this is going more digital. Just the way that society is now people don't, people are lazy. They don't want to leave. What? The one thing about digital that I think everybody likes that the store is brought to you. That's the one. So I think it's Very just, true. so I think for people, it's just convenience. Ultimately, I think a lot of it's just based on convenience. Like I don't like if you, if let's like, say for example, you live in the middle of a Bufu, you live in the middle of, of nowhere, Bufu, Idaho, and there's no game stuff for eight miles and you don't have a car. Hop on, hop on steam, hop on PS plus, hop on Xbox, hop on Microsoft. And there, there you go. Right. So I just think it's just the way society is in general. We're just moving towards a very digital society where it's like we want to have the convenience right here. We like to have it at our family. We like to, we don't want to leave the house. If we don't have to leave the couch, bring it to me. I think that's just who we are as a as a people where yeah. we want it now and we want it to me. Yeah, like I we, agree. Like I think that's just where it is. Like I think I won't be surprised probably by the next year you're gonna see games just games like you're gonna see just in general gaming becomes so digital and it's just yeah, I can see it being very digital very quickly. It already is becoming more digital very quickly with all the game pass, all the things that are leading you to to more of a digital experience. So right. I wouldn't be surprised if it's if there's one big digital center where they I guess digital hub where you can buy all of these games and do all these passes with. Just because that's just the way we are as a society, just moving towards a digital a digital wave. Yeah. I mean, I think I agree. And I think last year, 2020 definitely made it a lot different for people because GameStop wasn't open. Mm -hmm. Walmart wasn't necessarily open, you know, places that yep. you typically would go and buy a game to, to spend your time inside. It just wasn't open. So I think a lot of people moved to more digital because the thing about digital that I actually really like that right now it's nine o'clock, 9 p.m. right now. GameStop mm -hmm. is closed. Walmart's starting to... Well, actually, my Walmart's 24 hours, but they close their electronics at like 10. Like, they mm -hmm. close their electronics section or whatever. So, unless you ask somebody. Whatever. That's whatever. Like, I could right now buy a game and have it downloaded by 10 o'clock and be playing it at like 10.30. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I could be playing a game in two hours instead of yeah. having to... I mean, instead of having to drive a couple minutes, but like... If you're right, if you live out in the middle of nowhere, like really in the middle of nowhere, then you don't have a store 20 minutes, you know, away from you. You got to drive an hour. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, you might as well just just buy the digital so you don't have to waste an hour's worth of gas and all the crap that you have to deal with on the road and going in there and touching all the other shit that people have already touched and Right. You know, hand sanitizer I and. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can say for me, like, yeah, for me, for example, I live in the, I live in a in a suburb between two major cities, so both of which are twenty minutes away from me. Doesn't matter which one it is, both are twenty minutes away. So for me, for example, the nearest GameStop is about twenty three minutes away in the mall. And so instead, I can hop right on Steam or hop on PlayStation, mm -hmm. and I can get it there. So it's just just the convenience of doing things digitally is just it's just amazing to think about it how is we, true. the way how we progressed from gaming to sharing currency to communication it's just really really sit down and think about it. it's just really crazy how technology has just evolved and changed in such a short period of time i agree i agree for sure um definitely interesting but uh well yeah so i mean i, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts and uh i just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that um of course but uh and you know feel free to let us know in the, in the comments on uh, whatever what platform you you're listening. Where do I stand on digital? I think, uh, I mean, I, yeah. I kind of already said, like, I, I think that digital is great um, because I, I I like digital because I have to like digital, right? Mm. I don't I don't have a choice, okay? So to me, it's like, it, it's just a necessary evil because I don't like digital. I still buy CDs. Like, of course, I, I use Spotify because Spotify is more than just one CD. I can use Spotify mm -hmm. anywhere, download the songs right onto my phone, use headphones, yep. whatever the hell. Like, it's it's convenient. I'm paying for the convenience of that instead of having, you know, a whole freaking booklet of CDs in my car. 
but at the same Bro, time, that was a, that was a that was a whole like. Why well, I still have one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, I mean, I I, I buy CDs. I, I still do. If I really like an album, I buy that CD because I want that. I want that to be able to have forever. You know, when I'm 50, 80 years old, I want to be able to go, you know, to the museum and <laughs> see a Walkman and be like, you see this, that goes in that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like show, you know, right. and I just think that digital is just a necessary evil. It's the way that game's moving. So I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to mm -hmm. embrace the change, but I don't have to like it. That's kind of my final opinion on that is it is what it is. I can't do anything about it. I can just keep doing what I'm doing and just, just, you know, not support the things that I don't want to support. But if I want to play games, I have to buy them digital on PC. That's just, that is what it is. That's just PC. PC, they, they went, they went digital. Yeah. They, they went ultimately like that full scale digital. Yep. So, but I mean, other than that, I think, uh, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's it's good that they're adding newer games, and I think that it's good that they're adding older games and they're allowing people to play games that maybe they can't buy anymore, can't find anymore. I think that that's super cool. Um, you know, and, you know, for people who just want to jump back and forth or finish a game and move on, I think it's great. So I just wanted to talk about that. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not exactly sure how I feel. I think I'll I think i'll probably just keep buying one game a year i don't think i'll do any type of game pass or anything like that you know it's just i don't know i just mm -hmm. just can't wrap my head around it but that's just me so um but anyways uh so i have one more one more topic and i definitely want to hear your thoughts on this similar to the left for dead uh back for blood type thing and then whatever you got we're all i'm all for it uh so stalker 2 Ooh. What are your thoughts on Stalker 2? Ooh, okay. So, I'm a big Stalker fan. I I I played for the first two. I played to um damn, I don't remember them. The prequel was like the first game and then the prequel and I didn't play the the third the third game. I think it was like Clear Skies and Shadow of Chernobyl. There we go. Clear Skies, Shadow of Chernobyl. I didn't play the other one, but I saw the trailer. I was very impressed. Graphics are just phenomenal. I just my my biggest thing. I would like them to keep the same environment that is that is Stalker. Like just like the entire like NPCs dying around you, you failing quests. I just I just want them to keep the. I want them to keep that that atmosphere the same. That's just my biggest thing. I want it. I want the atmosphere, the environment to still be Stalker. Like that's my biggest thing. Where it's like. So define stalker for those listeners who don't know what stalker is. Okay, so stalker is a it is a a survival I guess I would call it horror, but people have classified it as horror. I I don't want to call it horror, but it's like a survival. So stalker is a survival horror FPS first person shooter that's set like setting the Chernobyl reactors gone off, all that all that good stuff. So of course there's I don't want to get too crazy into it, but it's a it's a it's a first person survival. It it was heavily it inspired games such as Metro. If you played Metro, it was inspired by Metro. Like it was the OG of Metro, and a, and a bunch of other games were took. I guess you can say took creative liberties. Hello. Hey, Martin. I can't hear you. A lot of games. So uh, I'll, I'll, sorry. Uh huh. Uh, probably the last 15 seconds I did not catch. I think, uh, something must have happened through Discord that I, I didn't quite catch that. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was just letting them know that, hey, you can play the games on on Steam. You can play the Stalker games. I think you can buy them as a trilogy, but I'm I'm not too sure about that. But you can definitely play them. Um, but they're just, I was just kind of going over where you can find the games at and, and all the good stuff. They're cheap. They're like ten, ten to fifteen dollars. But I'm, I'm just hoping that this, the environment is the same kind of that eerie, kind of dreary environment. But overall, it's, it's a really fun series. I love the trailer. It just, just looking at it, it's just, it's just the graphics are just pop off. Just yeah, pop off the man. Like it's just, <laughs> I, they just pop. Like kind of absurd. I thought, I thought it was beautiful. Like even on. Even the older games were they weren't bad to look at. You could obviously add mods to improve those, but 
it was just it was great. Like I, it it made me had it gave me definite flashbacks of of Stalker and the greatness of it. Like it just it, seeing that one scene in the trailer where he's walking through the the swamp wasteland. It was just like I was like, yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna be hit. <laughs> so it's just I'm really looking forward to it because it's it's one of the things that got me into the survivor survival horror genre, but it's not I don't necessarily I don't consider it that. I consider it more of a survival than horror. Um I don't like I said, scary games don't really scare me all that much. Um but but yeah, what I sum it up is just I was blown away. I'm very, very impressed. I'm looking forward to it. I think it, I'm not sure when they said it was coming out. Uh, oh, 20, April twenty eighth. Yeah. yeah, April twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. Um, but yeah, it's it looked good. It looked damn good. It looked damn good. It did look really good. I think probably the coolest thing um, is, like I said a couple minutes ago, is I'm a huge Escape from Tarkov fan. Um, I've played it a lot. Um, I mean, it's my first wipe, but I've put a lot of time into the wipe, so. Um, and it's, it's my favorite game that I have ever played in my entire life. And I'm even talking Sly Cooper to me <gasps> better than Sly Cooper. Oh my goodness. You're getting people triggered. Dude. Hey man, it, it's, it's something special. It is just a special game. It has the potential to be in the top 10 games of all time. I think if they do a couple things, right, I'm not going to get into that, but if they do a couple things, right. <laughs> I think it can be a top 10 game of all time and more accessible for people who, Want to play it. but anyways one thing that i like about tarkov is that it is constant pvp there's a constant threat of dying losing everything that you brought into that raid and you know into that map into that game mm-hmm. um you have the, just a constant fear of losing that and so it it really gets my blood pumping my adrenaline like even thinking about it like my heart's starting to beat a little faster because it is just such an adrenaline rush for 40 minutes that you're in that game or less if you die or you get out sooner. Um, it's just such an exciting game. But the thing is, is that for me, I want to play games to relax. I don't want to play games to feel anxious, right? So <laughs> I don't really play too much solo Tarkov. I play a lot more Tarkov with either a duo or a squad of four or five because it's just it's a little you're just you're you're just playing games with the with the boys at that point. So it's a lot more <laughs> right. You know, it's a lot to me. It's just. I want to play games relax. I don't want to play games to like have a heart attack. So for me, I've really always wanted like a, since trying escape from Tarkov and loving it and being literally addicted to it, that it's all that I watch all the gaming content that I consume is basically Tarkov to have a single player Tarkov would, uh, I would probably buy a third account just to do it a third time because I have, I have two accounts. I play one main and then I play one hardcore account and the hardcore account is difficult because of the fact that PvP is always on. And if there was a PvE, just a single player version of it, that would be mm-hmm. literally just my dream come true because the game is so fun. The mechanics are amazing. The graphics are great. The game runs well-ish. Um, and it's it's just it's just such a fun game. The mechanics are awesome, and I just I love it. So to me, Stalker, I'm really hoping and dude, it's hard. There's no HUD. There's no, you don't know how many bullets are in your mag unless you press control or alt T to check how many mm-hmm. bullets are in your mag. You can clear your chamber. You can check your chamber. You know, it's just like it's so awesome. And I'm hoping that stalker, cause I'm going to buy it. I'm actually going to pre-order it probably next week. Once I get paid, pre-order it because mm-hmm. I want it to be a, the single player Tarkov that I've always wanted. Bro, I would honestly tell you to play some of the other stalkers because I think it might not be exactly that. Well, it might be, it might be, but I would recommend. I would honestly recommend playing some of the older stalkers to actually get a feel of like what it actually is, because it might be. It's going to be a little bit different in terms of that. Like I don't, like I don't think you'll. I think you'll get the over a very similar experience to Tarkov. Because Tarkov was inspired by Stalker. A lot right. of games were inspired by it. So I think I honestly would recommend, yeah, go on Steam and like if you get paid once you get paid next week, pre-order the game and then try out one of the other games. Um and just see if you like it, because it's it's one of those games where it's a it's I don't say it's hardcore, um, but it's it's like it does have all those similar elements of survival, inv- inventory management. I love that. It's it's 
it it will be that, but I would say the the combat you'll know the combat won't be this exact same. That obviously a game that's like what ten years, uh, seven years. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not going to be that level of combative detail. Sure. So I would honestly say check it out. Check out one of the other Stalker games. Either that's one, fair. Shadow of Chernobyl or Clear Sky, because it'll help you. It just helps set the overall tone of the world. Because it's like you're you're literally a stalker. It's like you're. Oh, it's hard not, to explain. Not Call of Pripyat. Huh? Not Call of Pripyat. Uh, Call of Pripyat. Um, the third one. I, yeah, I, I haven't played the Call of Pripyat. That's the only one I I'm not familiar with. Mm. I played Clear Sky, and then I played, um, obviously Shadow of Chernobyl. Um, but I would say yeah, try either one of them work just fine. Um, I think people overall like the second game better, and I agree too that it's definitely a a little bit better. But I'm. But I still have both are still great in their own way. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend try giving either one a shot. Obviously, start with the first game because it helps set the overall tone of the world. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those games where I think you will love it a lot. I think it's one of those games where it will just be, you'll have that feeling of like, well, this is some some shit where you got to manage, you got to manage, you got to do this, you managing your quest and all those other things. Like it's definitely like, the world is. Can be it can it's like it's it's unforgiving from the the NPCs and the mutants can be unforgiving very similar to like the players in Tarkov so you run into enemies that will take bullets got to know different type of ammo and armor and doing quests to the, it's just a lot that a lot's going on so I recommend it's just really good so I truly would recommend that you give it a shot like if you if you got it if you, if you got if you got the cash you could do it today by all means do it because I really really think that you'll like. That you like the Stalker franchise, I really, really think, I think it's so. just it's it's chill. It's it's a chill game where you you want to like a, a solo one where you can just hop on there. Um, yeah, I would I recommend it. I highly recommend anyone get it. If you're looking to get into the new one, try the older games because you won't be disappointed. I'm on the you heard it here first. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, sweet. I mean, I'll definitely I'll definitely give it a look for sure. I just. I don't know. Just the trailer just gave me Tarkov vibes, and it just it it got it tickled my fancy, as they say. <laughs> yeah, tickled the fancy. Yep, tickled my fancy. I'm actually probably gonna hop off after after we're done recording and play a couple of uh, offline raids, which is basically single player Tarkov with no progression, and play it for a bit because it's just it's got me in the mood, man. It's got me in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, was there uh, was there any other games or anything or anything not E3 related that? Uh, that you had that you were like, hmm, this could be fun. This could be interesting. Um, probably another. I think the only other one that I kind of seen. We kind of talked about it just in a, just when we had a, a gaming session. We kind of talked about just Battlefield in general. Battlefield. Absolutely. I think it looks great. I'm looking forward to it. Big Battlefield fan. Called on to Battlefield, um, re- not too long ago, but we've been big fans ever since. Oh, it's yeah. I'm I'm probably. I'm actually probably more excited for the new Battlefield game than I am for any other game that I've seen. And I'm I'm actually considering taking a break from Tarkov to play the new Battlefield game when it comes out because since playing since playing 4, well, since playing 3, 4, 1 and 5 which are the only ones that I've played except for Bad Company 2, I think. Um oh, classic. Um other than that, I mean, I dude, it's just, I mean, it's just gonna be great. It's just gonna be fantastic. I am, oh, I am yeah. very ready for it. It, it seems to be a, you know, obviously a futuristic, which is gonna be super cool. Graphics look mm-hmm. on point as always. And I, dude, I do. Uh, so, are you gonna get it, or do you think you might get it? And if uh, so, yes. console yes, or PC? Um, definitely PC. Hopefully, by the time I got a better one, but. It's definitely on my list. I love Battlefield. I was a little bit disappointed with the DLC content, which turned me off of the last game mm-hmm. compared to hopping on what was it, Battlefield? I don't remember which one before it came out the the World War Two one. One, but, but yeah, Battlefield One, which I loved. People, a lot of people did not like it, but I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell of that game. Oh, I thought it was I thought, great. I thought it was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed the hell out of Battlefield One, so yeah, it was. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's definitely one of those games I have on my wish list. And looking, and I'm just, just I was just blown away. It just 
it's looking at it gives me Battlefield vibes. Like I might download Battlefield tonight and hop back on. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully you're able to get a uh, a little bit of an upgrade to the PC, dude, because that'll be it's going to be a demanding game. I think I don't even know if I'll oh, be able no, to run. I'm sure. <laughs> Bro, it, lo- it looks demanding. <laughs> yeah, it does. But but it's going to be so good though. It's going to be so good. So do you think that you will build slash buy a PC just for Battlefield? Um, probably not just for Battlefield, just for high-end gaming in general. I'm definitely leaning towards that. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely not necessarily for Battlefield, but just higher game because games are just are get, games are just getting ridiculous with the graphics with their computing power. It's just yeah. what games are just getting getting ridiculous at this point. Games are just they're not getting any worse. Well, uh, well, uh, that's to be debatable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's debatable. They're not getting any um. Any less demanding. Yes, that's perfect. Any less demanding. I agree for sure. Um, but the, so, what do you what do you think you're most excited for about the newest Battlefield? Just the fu- I'm I think I'm looking forward to the futuristic combat. Like I'm like it's not so futuristic where it's like jetpack level futuristic, but I like I like it. Like I'm really really curious to see like get back to get get back to because I do it. I enjoy the I didn't enjoy the World War II stuff as much as I thought I was going to do from Battlefield. Like, I would say I'm disapp- I was disappointed by it. Okay. I felt like I felt like it could have been a little bit better. Well, like some of the I don't, I don't maybe I should hop back into it and play. I might okay, maybe I should I might re I might reevaluate my opinion. I'll probably re-download it and then see how I feel about it. But overall I I thought there was definitely a lot of fun in the World War II one. But I'm definitely just looking forward to like just seeing a new environment new new store it kind of reminds me of like oh i'm actually sorry battlefield one was world war one not world war two battlefield five is world war two yeah sorry i just i I said battlefield one earlier i was wrong but sorry no you're good you're good but yeah it's just i was looking forward to it i'm like one of the things i'm looking forward is just just i don't i just like seeing how battlefield tackles the different eras like they tackle world war one world war two so i'm seeing how they put their their own twist on a futuristic world. Absolutely. I'm 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 kind of worried because of how Battlefield 5 went. I'm kind of worried about Battlefield 6. I hope it's just not hype. I mean, they're saying support with up to 128 players, dude. That's crazy. Dude. That's crazy. That's going to be intense. So, I I hope that um I guess I just hope that they do it right and they don't let Battlefield 2042 kind of I don't want to say it died, but mm. you know, it kind it fell off pretty quick because they just weren't doing too much, and for whatever reasons, you know, I'm not even gonna go into that. But like, <laughs> it's just, dude, it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be interesting to see if they. I I don't think I'm gonna pre-order this actually. I think I'm going mm-hmm. to to wait, watch some gameplay of it first, see how it does. Um. And then just kind of see how it goes from there. I don't think I'm going to pre-order it yet. I don't want to go into the hype. I think Stalker I'll pre-order. But I don't know if I'll pre-order Battlefield. Even though I love the Battlefield games. I just... I don't know. Tarkov kind of ruined shooters for me. Like, I went back to play a little (laughs) bit of Call of Duty. And I was just like, why the hell is everybody jumping around like mad lads? (laughs) Like, you know, I'm sitting holding an angle. I can't lean, which is super weird. I can't... You know, it was just weird. Like, I was even playing hardcore call of duty because i was just trying to get more of a arcadey type of a tarkov environment and i was just like man this is this is just not as fun as tarkov but but you don't lose anything so it's fun to just play but Mm -hmm. so well i i think i'm kind of interested to see and i don't know i don't know if i'll get i might but i'll probably only get if there's a couple of people to play with so Mm -hmm. but um well yeah so um I mean, I guess uh, if you wanted to wrap it up here, if you had anything else that you wanted to... Uh, I think... Let me see. I might have something on here. Just real quick. Um, what is your experience with E3? Would you ever go to... It's like a big old gaming event. Would you ever go? Were you ever interested in it? What um, is your history of E3? My history of E3? Um, mm-hmm. Nothing. Um, I, have oh, okay. never, I have never watched E3. I have never really been a part of the news up until 
up until I think like junior or senior year of college is the first time that I ever even followed news on E3. Gotcha. Um, and like Gamescom or anything like that, like any gaming conventions where they announce a bunch of games. I don't think I've ever followed it until maybe the senior year, the 2018 E3, I think mm-hmm. was the first one that I actually like kind of paid attention to. Right. Um, but for me, I don't, I th- of course I would like to go to one, but I think mm-hmm. I don't want to, uh, I don't really like to like, trying to think of how to put this i think i would rather for me i think i'm more of a gamer who wants to see it before i i want to you know i kind of want to try it before i buy it but i want to consume content on it uh watching youtube videos watching twitch streams stuff like that consume content before i invest Mm -hmm. the money because i'm like okay that looks like fun i want that and you know that's just how i've been for probably five to six years in my gaming um right after i graduated high school because i just can't i couldn't buy games all the time so i did a Mm. lot of watching and reading and stuff so but but i never really paid attention to e3 because i knew that i couldn't afford any of the 60 dollars brand new games (laughs) except for call of duty which i bought for years and years and years so what about you um i would say i'm i keep an ear to the streets um i keep an ear to the e3 streets i wouldn't say i'm dedicated to the point where i am in the live streams Okay, but I would say I'm someone who, if there's a live stream on, I peep in for three minutes, and if they're not talking about anything that I like or they're not showing any trailers, I dip. Okay. Um, but I definitely do just keep an eye on all the gaming channels around this time. So I'm look, constantly looking on PlayStation, um, looking on looking on PC Gamer, looking well, yeah, the, the, the trailers for YouTube. So pretty much I'm just typing in, just searching all the all the places that that have gaming content that show trailers and things of that nature because that's what kind of keeps me informed about what the new releases are or what are potentially the new releases if they don't get delayed right <laughs> but overall i say like, i don't i don't follow it super closely i'm not super involved where i'm in the chats and the live stream like yeah i'm, I'm shooting the shit with the other people in there but it's something that i follow close enough when the when it's e3 time I'm just most. I'm definitely on the YouTube channels looking at trailers that have been released. Okay. So I'm not super invested, but when the time comes, I get invested. Okay. But I would definitely like to go to a convention at some point in time in my life. It's one of those things Same. that I would like to experience. Same. Just being able to go to a gaming convention, be amongst the quote unquote the people. Uh, we all share a common interest of of. Of video gaming and all those wonderful things it's definitely one thing on my bucket list i would love to be able to do is to go to a gaming convention whether it be um e3 gamescom packs all these other type of events and just just be amongst the people like play some games play some games like early alpha just be able to actually get hands-on right then because that's probably the coolest thing right yeah that's probably the biggest thing where you just you, you get your hands on right there like you're right there um so it's the biggest thing, just being able to get hands on right there, like, damn, I played that in early alpha, and now seeing how it's changed or how it's gotten worse. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say I'm, I'm involved some of the times. Okay, that's fair. Up recently, or pretty much for most of your gaming career. More, more so recently than earlier. I would probably say probably when I got a little bit older, where I could start buying my own games. Right. I kind of got more invested because i'm like okay that's i put some money away for that put some money away for that i'll pass on that so i'll probably say yeah probably my freshman year of college when i got more so invested in a little bit more and plus i had a friend in from high school who he would always send me trailers and remind me of the convention so that also helped too like so we played on playstation at the time i didn't have a pc so he would always remind me of playstation's press conference or here's microsoft we can clown them or for for example <laughs> so i always had a friend who would just constantly keep me up to date on that okay that's fair i think that's fair i mean that's that's pretty cool that's a lot longer than i've been following stuff so i mean in high school like i've watched a couple of things but it, it i was not following it at all it was just whatever youtuber i was watching if they made a video i watched it but i didn't really care because i I, mm-hmm. I didn't have any money to buy games i i I was only allowed to buy one game a year and it was always Call of Duty. So like, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't have much of a choice. So, <laughs> but, um, but well, I guess I could have bought more. I had a job, but 
you know what I mean. I don't want to spend money on that. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. I feel you. Had other things that were more important, like junk food and gas for my <laughs> car to gas. go get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I actually didn't know that. So, and uh, I don't know it's gonna be interesting to see. I guess tomorrow and um, try to look look into it a little bit more after work or during work on my break or whatever, and see what's see what's happening. Of course, absolutely. That's kind of what I do. Just I got oh. time. Just just take a look. Take a look. See what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, and it's gonna be interesting to see how this year, like, kind of transforms gaming after last year. I'm I'm kind of interested because last year was, I mean, it was it was huge. Games were massive. Twitch streams were blowing up like left, right, and center. So it's interesting to see if people continue on that trend or if it kind of dies off because now. You know, with a lot of things opening back up and a lot of um, mm-hmm. vaccine being rolled out and, and good things like that, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see uh, see what happens to see what happens to video games in the next year. So, of excited. course, we and we and by all means, continue to tune into AM Frequency for your video game news. And oh, absolutely. News. Oh, absolutely, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, I think unless you had anything else that you. Uh, wanted to talk about i get the i think um probably uh probably wrap it up i guess yeah yeah um my show notes are complete i got check marks by my topics how about same. you sir yeah same everything that i want to hit hit and i'm sorry that it took a little longer i guess than extra but uh that's all good with me all good with me yeah so well sweet well uh hopefully um with everything kind of leveling out with with jobs and stuff like that, hopefully we'll be able to get back into more of a two week schedule. We'll be, we've been doing pretty well. We've been doing pretty well. I would say so. I would say so. Well. Keeping it on well, so, but um, uh, we didn't forget about you guys. We no, we, no, we got not. we just waiting for the schedules to line up. When we do, we we have no problem getting the lab and cook. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, Breaking Bad style. But uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the cookhouse. What? <laughs> what? But uh. <laughs> But uh, on that note, guys, we uh, once again, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for for tuning in to The Frequency. And um, yeah, once again, just uh, go ahead and click in the show notes. Uh, Follow us on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, never miss when we go live. Turn on notifications if they're enabled. Uh, Yeah, if you have any suggestions, feel free to leave them. Tweet at us, DM, Instagram, tag us, whatever. If you think something's cool um we'd love to hear it from you guys so absolutely but uh, until next time uh thanks for tuning in to the frequency and uh yeah have a good one peace guys thank you for listening yeah